Hi folks, welcome to another episode of Gold Design. Uh, it's been crazy this past four years. This is our 98th episode. Uh, today we'll be discussing uh, a few things. Uh, first, we're just kind of briefly just talking about the Asian Champions League final, and then talking about you know the upcoming matches and the previous match that the Iran just had against Trinidad Tobago. Joining with me is two members of Gold Design, Pejman Aparts and Ari Aloverdi. Pejman, how are you doing today? Hi Pasha, nice to be back once again. How are you doing? Awesome. Arya, how are you doing? Hi guys, good to be back. Awesome. Guys, obviously uh, the Asian Champions League final has just passed and we're not going to get into the gist of it, but it was just fantastic to see after so many years to see an reigning team finally make it. As we know, we had a discussion with Bronco uh, during the summer and he was he basically laughed when I asked him why the reigning team struggled and he basically was... It's amazing now that he got his team to the final. What can we take out of this um, for the future? You know, is it a big positivity for us? And just if I could get your thoughts on that, and starting right now with Arya. Yeah, it's good. It's good for the clubs uh, in Iran to you know have a you know a, a team that's done well uh, in this tournament that you know we haven't had in quite a long time. I think the last time was um, Zoban make, making the final. Um, and, you know, I think, of, of course, it would have been nice for them to win it. But it's good that we have teams like um, Tiraktor Sazi and Esteban Sepahan who are doing quite well now in the league. Um, so, maybe not, actually not, not Esteban. I think Sepahan and Tiraktor are doing quite well. I think it's good for them to look towards this competition next year and try and win it. So, yeah, it's a, it's a good stepping stone for Iranian clubs um, that they've gone to the final. Pejman? Yeah, I agree. And let's not forget the way that Paris Police went to the final uh, with this uh, uh, ban of buying players. So did they been, what is it, two or three transfer windows without uh, the opportunity of getting new players? And with that squad, uh, it's a impressive run. They did well against really tough teams, but at the end, uh, Kashima Antlers from Japan were the better side over two games. Awesome. So now let's talk about, um, before we talk about the match that we just had against Trinidad Tobago, that, you know, Iran won with uh, Karim Ansari Fad's goal and just joined such a historic club as well, Nottingham Forest, is that, um, what do you guys think about the new call-ups? Obviously, we lack a lot of depth because we have a lot of players injured that couldn't, unfortunately, make it. But what did you think about, um, you know, it was surprising, obviously. I think it's just, he called up Kanani, my personal belief, is just because of the lack of depth that we have right now. What are you guys' thoughts about the... The man team that um, pretty much Carlos Garish called up on Pejman. Um, well, uh, I, I was happy to see Torabi getting getting a start. I think uh, he deserves uh, to be uh, in the starting lineup. And now, I mean, not for the World Cup, and uh, sorry for the Asian Cup, but right now, I think he, he needs to prove that he should be one of those guys that gets subbed in every game. Uh, and in the defense, uh, the thing is. Uh, Maybe we're getting too cocky, but I'm not. I'm not that uh, uh, worried about if it's Kanoni or or maybe Khalilzade uh, uh, or maybe somebody else playing there with not that much experience. Uh, I think uh, uh, our our number one and two there would be Majid Hosseini and uh, Paul Aliganji. So uh, whoever is going to play there now, play like Kanoni, he's he's getting playing minutes just to be ready if. Uh, Hosseini or uh, Morses or Puraliganji won't be able to, to start. Otherwise, uh, for the starting 11, uh, as you said, we had uh, 
a lot of players that will probably start in the Asian Cup that, that wasn't regular, that wasn't starting. Uh, so uh, it was really interesting to see how those players uh, managed to, to, or to try to improve their uh, the chances of getting a position, starting position in, in Asian Cup. And for me, I have to say, I'm, I'm pleased with, with most of the players. I think they were doing good. They were they were playing against a team that is weaker in Iran than Iran, and that's maybe the, the, will be the case for Iran in the in the group stage for sure. Maybe even in the in the uh, up to the quarterfinals. So uh, it's important that Iran can be a team that plays against uh, weaker teams and is able to uh, create chances and uh, and try to make the best out of them and maybe we'll talk about that later but 1-0 against Trinidad Tobago uh, on the paper it isn't that impressive but uh, the game for me it was a step uh, the right way because Iran showed that they're they're capable not just to be a good defending team but also uh, to be able to to hold on to the ball and create uh, opportunities and I think they did that quite well actually. We're going to talk about the obviously the analysis of the match with Arya. What did you think about the people that Carlos Garish called up on? Uh, anybody notable that you think that he possibly might have left out that you might have wanted to see? Yeah, I mean, as you said, Pasha, uh, we've got a lot of injuries at the moment. Uh, Pueli Ganji, Jan Bash, um, Montazeri, of course, also injured. I think it's, it's really made it hard for him to call up a squad that um, you know, is going to have a lot of top players in. Uh, I think one of the things Kerosh does when he calls up a squad is he looks at the players that, first of all, uh, are in his matrix, and that he calls it, uh, his um, list of players that he has. Um, and he calls, you know, like, Kanoni was called up before the World Cup against Togo, and he was in the matrix, but he was, like, one of the, the sixth, seventh-tier centre-backs. And uh, now that Montezidi and Puerto are injured, he's come in. And actually, I was quite impressed with him when he played against Trinidad Tobago. I thought he was a lot better than Cheshmi in a lot of aspects of the game. Um, when you, you ask, him, ask me about players that he's not called up, I think if you look at the league at the moment, um, if anyone follows the league at all in Iran, there's a couple of good young players who have uh, done well over the maybe last two seasons. Um in particular, the goalkeeper for Sepahan, uh, Payamani Osman, who I, I've been really impressed by uh, when he, since even when he was like a lot younger, I think he's done really well and this season. Um, Sepahan, I think, they're now maybe second in the league, third in the league, and he's been one of the best goalkeepers in the league. Um, and it's surprising that he wasn't considered, even when Hossein Hosseini hasn't really played much this season. He's been um, almost second choice to Rahmati who's not even part of the national team fold anymore um, so that's one of one of the things I'm kind of questioning is sort of uh, Hossein Hosseini's um, call up another one is is um, Masa Chojai who as much as I understand he's one of our most experienced players he offers, he offers La Liga experience um, Greek League experience um, you know he's played at some of the some of the best teams within those countries but uh, unfortunately, he, if you watch him play for the, his team uh, in Iran, uh, he, he hasn't been doing at all well uh, to a standard that you'd expect from a national team captain. Um, so I don't know. I, I think that's a little bit of a strange call-up. 
there are players who, in my opinion, could have been called up ahead of him. But it's not happened. I think that uh, Kairosh is looking at more. He's more looking at the players that he knows and the players that he knows will will immediately understand the tactics. Um, and they don't have to. He, he, if, he, if he calls on a, a new player, that player will have to, you know, get used to the tactics. It will take a lot of time, and there's only about three or four months left until the Asian Cup. So there's not not a lot of time to bring new players in. So I think it's smart in that part, but I think you could offer a chance to some new players. Right, now I'm going to disagree with you about Nasser Chaudhry. I'm going to pass it on to Pejman if he agrees with me with Nandes. I feel like with the situation that we're in right now with the lack of depth, and especially Saidez, that Tulai possibly might not be um, able to make it you know, to the Asian Cup. And with the lack of depth that we have not only in the centre-back position, but in centre-mid, I mean, who else would I, like, realistically line up alongside Omide Ebrahimi, even if he starts in the Asian Cup, if he would be our potential starter again, like he was at the World Cup. So I believe that also, in the sense that Nasser Jodhi brings a lot of leadership, a lot of these young players look up to him. And in our team right now, besides Dejaga and him, I mean, who honestly is the leader, you know, from, like, a huge standpoint that these players actually look up to? So I feel like that's why then, you know, he brings a, bring, I feel like Nasser Jodhi brings a lot off the pitch, you know, to, towards our guys. So what do you think about this discussion, Pejman? Um, yeah, this is really interesting, and this is something that people need to know about Iranian football if they don't already know. Um, we can all agree that uh, Masoud Shujai is maybe best, uh, best. He, have, he has probably his best years uh, not uh, in front of him. He had, they were like four or five years ago, maybe even more. But the thing is, Iranian football, it, it's not just about who is the best football player. Uh, in Iran, and maybe the Iranian society as well, it's really important that you have people with, with strong character. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, good leaders off the pitch, uh, somebody that, that can hold the squad together and introduce as well new players and taking care of you know uh, the, the relations with media, with media, the relations with with the coach, the relations with with the rest of the football family. And for me, uh, Masuchojoy have become that symbol. Um, to be honest, I. I He's not. Maybe he shouldn't even start any of the games in the Asian Cup. Maybe he will start one game or, or so. But his role in the national team has become so much more, uh, so much bigger than just being a football player. And in maybe any other country, would say like, who cares? We want the best eleven players. But Iran, with all the problems and all the struggles that we have to deal with every day. Um, Somebody like Masoud can uh, ease in that burden for maybe some of the younger players, some of the more un, uh, inexperienced players. So uh, he, that's why he should be in the squad. Uh, so maybe he says, okay, maybe it's a shame because he'll take the place for a younger, better football player. But uh, in general, uh, his his role and meaning for the national team, I mean, I think of the Kairos is probably the most important one and, and that's that's a big deal for me right. so I don't know that's, that's, that's what I think okay. I want to add um, because obviously uh, if you look at the, the squad he's called up this this camp he's called up for, for the midfield he's called up Ibrahimi Dejaga Shojai Vaid Amiri and Kodos um, and Nurlai so six players he's called up in the last camp, he also had Ali Karimi. Um, 
and Eza Tolai. So he's obviously two players have been dropped. So that was eight centre midfielders he had. He's obviously dropped it down to two, to six, and he's not really brought in anyone to replace Eza Tolai or Karimi. So it, to me, that it's not a bad thing. I'm not saying it's like horrible that he's not called anyone up to replace him, but to me. Um, the issue will will come if we don't if if somebody gets injured again, then we're gonna be very very lacking in terms of experience on the pitch for the national team. Of course, Shojai will offer that, and that's great because he'll be in the squad. He'll give the young players the the chance to to ex- express themselves. But we have to have players within the squad also, alongside the Jaga, alongside Shojai Hoisafi, to really. Um, you know, grow, um, and I think it's important that it happens now. But hopefully, that that doesn't happen. Hopefully, we don't get any more injuries, and uh, we can have is that the life fit for the Asian Cup and uh, ready to go. And also, I just want to say another leader on our team that just came across my mind. Congrats on one hundred uh, caps is Esana Hodzafi. Um, okay, guys, now let's talk about the Trinidad Tobago game that we won one nil uh, with goal of Kenny Man thirty five. So. Let's just talk about the lineup that Carlos Carriage had for this match, and let's just get your thoughts about it and the analysis of what you guys made out of it. So in goal, we had Hosseini. Uh, right back was Lafuri. Our two center backs were Cheshmi and Kanani, and left back was Esana Hajtsefi. In midfield, we had Nurolai, Shojai, and I'm assuming that um, Torabi and Amiri were on the wings, and then um, Rezaian and Sarifat up top. So, um, starting with you, Pejman, what did you think about the lineup? And another thing that surprised me is that Esana Hoytsefi keeps playing as um, a left back, which I still believe that Milad Mohamedi should be our starting player in that position. It's just weird to me that he still uh, started Esana in that position. And um, props to Kanani, he's back in the lineup. And um, what you made out of the lineup? Yeah, well, the lineup, as, as I mentioned before, it's a good opportunity for those players that we know that won't probably start in the Asian Cup to, to show themselves. Um, otherwise, I, I agree with you with uh, the, the issue of Milad versus Ehsan. I think they're good enough for, for both of them to, to start. And, and against uh, weaker teams, I think we need more offensive players uh, such as Milad Mohamadi on the left side. So hopefully we'll see... And Milad on the left side and maybe Hassan in the middle, just in the last World Cup next to Said, or maybe starting on the bench. I don't know, but Hassan is a favorite of of Carlos Kelsch, and I can't see him starting on the bench. Uh, for the other players uh, in the starting lineup, the the interesting ones for me, and that I wanted to look at a bit more was Kaveri Zoe and uh, Torabi. Because those are maybe Kave is the one that is closest to become a regular for those players that we know probably won't won't start. Uh, Kave is a, is a personal favorite of mine. I think he's a he's one of our best uh, forwards, and we saw that last season in in Charleroi and uh, how have he and how he started in in Club Bruges before he got in, he got injured. Uh, the thing with uh, with Kovet that I like is that I think he he is good in on anything in, in in every area. He's good with his head. He's good on uh, finding space. He got a decent shots. Uh, he's he he works really hard. He's got pace. He got speed. But maybe he's not like super good in something. He's good at everything. But uh, take. If you compare him to to Osmond, I mean, Osmond is is a beast uh, with his heads. I mean, he uh, for me he's one of the 
best I've ever seen. He's, the way he he's in the air is like the time freezes, but he's still up there. Uh, it's it's I'm impressed with that. Uh, but I don't think the way Kave played, even if it was decent, I don't think that would make him a starter in the Asian Cup. For me, at this moment, Osmoon and I'm sorry, Fard are above him. But Torabi is uh, is always interesting. Uh, I think. Uh, every time you see Torabi playing, he's uh, he's always uh, doing the right things. Even when he makes a mistake, uh, he, when you see it, it's like well, he tried to to take care of that mistake and do something good about it. And that's that's what I like about him. I think he's a he's a hardworking yeah. talent. Um, so that that's shortly for my side about the starting eleven. Uh, I think we'll see a much different. A much stronger uh, eleven against uh, Bolivia. No, sorry, against Venezuela on uh, Wednesday, the twentieth of November. Right, and um, speaking about what um, Pejuan added to Aria, do you agree with him that potentially that we might see? It seems like Antarifar might be the striker for now. Um, even potentially both of them up top in the Asian Cup, because it's kind of disappointing to know that you know Osman, even with the offers that he probably had and how much he's kind of, you know, has regressed himself from all these opportunities. And what do you make out of this conversation? What were your thoughts on the team? Um, just quickly, about the Venezuela match, that's on Tuesday. Uh, and it'll be played in Doha. Uh, but yeah, no, about the, the team. Uh, it was good, good game. Uh, good game in terms of, um, you know, we, we had a lot of possession, had a lot of chances. We didn't really give uh, them a chance to really shoot uh, on goal, um, I think we, we in general we played all right. I think it was a, a, a good game for Nurulahi's debut. Um, Shojai, you know, uh, you know, doing okay in that game. Uh, I think everyone did all right. Um, one of the the things that you that you brought up was um, uh, how is playing the left back. I think how is will play there from now on. I think he'll be a left back from now on. I think the reason for that is is because. Uh, in the midfield, if you have asked to to just quickly um, correct it, we played a three-man midfield. It was um, Nurulahi, and then either, either side of him was Amiri and Shojari. Um, and so if I played as a left winger, and then it was Torabi right winger, and then it was Kavarizai like, up front. Um, so I think the midfield, we saw Nurulahi, you know, do well. I think we saw Amiri do, doing quite well. It's quite hard for Hoysevi to play in midfield now because, first of all, for his club in, in, in Iran, uh, he's playing as a left-back. He's played as a left-back for his team in Greece. And I think that now it's it's pretty much a given that he'll be it'll be between him and Milad for left-back, for, for sure. Um, I think the two centre-backs, uh, Karni and Cheshmi, did the good. I think Cheshmi, for me, will eventually get dropped uh, because he's just not doing it for me at the moment. Cheshmi is a as a player who lacks confidence. He lacks uh, a bit of cutting edge in terms of defending. He's not ready to get stuck in. Uh, you have to be. You know, you see players like Majid Hosseini and Montezaprari Ganju who are ready to get stuck in and get challenges. And I don't see Cheshmi wanting to make a challenge, try to tackle someone, trying to win the ball back. He doesn't have that commitment. And as a defender, if you don't have that, you're not ready to play as a defender. So I think I want to see more from him. I think it's just not good enough. As a, for a player like him, you need to see more. 
Um, I, I covered his eye was good. Uh, he had a lot of chances. He could have scored a goal himself. Um, but you know, hopefully, I think I think a mad match for me would go to Torabi for sure. Torabi was unbelievable. He, he really did a lot of work on the right hand side um, and caused a lot of issues. When I was uh, in Iran this summer, and um, what was interesting for me was just uh, how highly the people at Saipa at the time were talking about Torabi and how I believed that he'll be a potential player that could potentially play in Europe, and um, hopefully that will happen. And because um, he's always, he's just really straightforward, you know, he's just direct, you know, he doesn't try to play, you know, fancy football or anything, and he's very direct, and you got to appreciate that style of play from him. Now, looking at this match that we're going to play in Qatar against Venezuela, it's going to be pretty good uh, friendly with the players at Venezuela, obviously, having the physicality of us versus the physicality of them. Um, who are you guys hoping to see play, and um, what do you guys think would be the most key thing to get out of this friendly? Pejman. Venezuela is a good team. Uh, they're in the same ranking as Iran. I think one above Iran. Uh, they have some good players uh, uh, like uh, Rondon and I think uh, Rincon and uh, some are good, good names, decent players. And I think uh, that well, that would be Iran's toughest game before the Asian Cup. Um, the players that I want to see, I want to see Salman Rodus because uh, I think we're all expecting or more or less demanding him to start at the Asian Cup. Uh, I want to see. Uh, I want to see Mehdi uh, Taremi. Uh, Qatar is his home base. I think he he, he likes it. And he knows it quite well. And uh, he, I think, even if he's easy to make fun of, he his record in the national team is really good. Uh, he's good with the ball. He's uh, he's actually hardworking, and we saw that in the. World Cup, at least he was really good, both in the defense and uh, in the offense. And uh, with a bit of luck, he could have scored that magic goal against Portugal. Uh, I, I want to see him. I want to see more of Olizade. Uh, I think he's a really interesting and fun player with great speed on the ball. Uh, with the ball, and he needs to uh, show that more. Uh, I'm, I'm. Since this will be Iran's hardest game. Whoever that will perform really bad might actually lose his place, even if it's just a friendly. Uh, so for me, I, I don't want to see, to be honest, I don't want to see Ashkan if he's just there for, uh, you know, a morale boost or whatever, even, even if he's been playing now in Interactor after 100 years. Uh, I probably don't want to see Masucho Jai in the starting 11 either, if he's just going to be in the squad as a morale boost as well. I want to see as close as possible to the starting 11 that we will have in uh, Asian Cup, even if we have some of our key players injured. So so those I mentioned, I want to see them play. Yeah. So let's hope Carlos will listen to me. Yeah, so that's uh, fantastic to hear. And Arya, is there anything you would like to add? Yeah, so I think based on the game that we just saw, uh, I think we can almost, I can almost pretty much go by what we will see in the starting lineup against um, Venezuela because obviously uh, we're playing in the stadium that both Khanzade and Ibrahimi play in. So I'm, I'm expecting Khanzade to start uh, next to Majid Hosseini at the back in the base of defence. I think we'll have, um, we'll miss Bayron Band and Nurullahi for that game because they have a league match um, 
on the 19th, I think. So they will miss the the match against Venezuela. So I think we'll probably expect uh, Obud Zadeh to start and go. I'm Obud Zadeh. I think he deserves it as well. Uh, I think we'll have a back four of uh, Moharami or maybe Reza Yon, Khonza, the Majid Hosseini, and maybe Mirad Mohammadi coming back in to left back. Um, I think the midfield three, we'll, we'll see Khodus, we'll see Ibrahimi, and maybe even Amiri as well starting another game. Um, I think the front three is most likely going to be Orizadeh, Osmoon, and Tarimi. So it's going to be a good match. I think we played them last year. We beat them 1 0. Jambach scored in that game. Um, he's missing, so he, he won't be able to score this time. But I think, I think we can win the game, and I think we can do it. With ease, if we play a good team and we play a, a you know a really attacking style of football, I think we can easily win the get, win the match against Venezuela. Yeah, I would like to add uh, one more thing to you guys, which what's really interesting to me is that looking at the amount of depth we have in goalkeeping position, right back right now, left back, not so much in center mid, depending on how you want to argue with it, but the wings definitely. And then our forwards. I mean, this is it's it's phenomenal. It's like amazes me how much depth we have in those positions and the players that we have now actually are playing in Europe. And another thing that I just want to add to this, which I was just gonna ask you guys, is now looking at the right back position. Like I thought you played last match, Rezaian, which I wanna get your thoughts on. He downgraded, I think, huge. He had offers from Europe and um, I guess because of his ego and stuff that it just didn't work out for him. He just basically became his own enemy and now he's playing in Qatar, which I think after that performance he had in World Cup, despite what you think about, you know, Reza Ayan, I mean, he definitely should have made the higher move. Uh, he deprived himself and that's it. And then you have more me, which he's doing fantastic as well. You got that competition going on. And you got the question of Milad Mohammadi and Esson, who's going to be in that position. I think that will just come down more to tactics. I feel like the reason why now when I think about it more is that Esson played as a left back was Carlos Keller trying to give more options to those players like Torabi and stuff and Nur Ali to play more in the center midfield kind of position, you know, in the three. So what do you guys think about this depth and especially looking at the right back position with the battle between Gafuri, Rezaian, and Moharami now coming through? Um, it's very interesting to me, and I just want to get your thoughts on that, Pejman. Uh I agree with you and everything you said, Pasha. It's a really interesting fight we have in, in several positions. And the right way, right back, uh, uh, um, a position that we had previously had a hard time to, to find players. Just remember in World Cup 2014, I think yeah, Pedro Montazeri, that's not even a right back, had to play yeah. in that position. Exactly. And now all of a sudden we have three decent players to choose from. Kafuri uh, has done quite good lately. Moharami with this move to Croatia and Dinamo Zagreb really upgraded himself and made him made his his uh, create his opportunity to be a player for the starting eleven. And Trezoyan that is uh, a really offensive player and he's got a, a decent a decent touch and he did really well in the World Cup. So uh, for me, if I had to choose between one of them uh, them right now, it's it's tough. I would probably go with Trezoyan maybe because for, for his experience and I think he'll do good. But uh, I won't get mad if he won't start because, just as you said, Pasha, his stupid way of uh, dealing with uh, his new cha- uh, choosing his new club have put him in a position that he might actually lose his place in the in the starting eleven because he now plays in a, not even one of the best teams in in Qatar. 
and that they lost, I think last week, 5-1 or something, even if he scored, but Bafouri, uh, uh, that's, even if uh, Estherlal have been playing kind of poorly that game, the results, he's been playing, and he's been an important player, and uh, Moharami moving to Europe, that's maybe more or less enough for Kairos to, to make himself much more uh, interesting player. So whoever starts there, I, I think uh, will do quite well. And w- as you mentioned in the goalkeeping situation, I'm getting more and more fond of, of uh, uh, Abed Zadeh. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really nice to see his name in the starting 11 week in week out in Portugal uh, seeing the highlights and you know he's not the tallest goalkeeper he's probably the shortest one in the squad amongst the goalkeepers but his experience now is <laughs> is far better than all of the other goalkeepers combined in even okay maybe Baron Van and Asian uh, Champions League and the World Cup yeah maybe that experience is good but for how long can can he deny Obedzade a place in 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 the starting eleven? That's my question. I think if uh, Obedzade Beraland will get injured sooner or later, he might not get that position back very easily from from Obedzade. So I'm happy with the depth that we have. We need some healthy competition. I think we discussed this in, the, in the, one of the last podcasts. It was me. I was citing for Beran Van, you two were citing for Obezade. I, I still have to dis- disagree. I, I don't think Obezade will be a starter for Iran when Beran Van is in the squad. I just don't see it. Like I think he's a good co- goalkeeper, and I think the experience he's getting in Portugal is fantastic. I think he's doing so well to, to keep a good goalkeeper out of the start, who's um, in the Maritimo squad, Charles, who's a good Brazilian keeper. But I just, I, I still, I just don't see it. Like, I, I, I get it, he's a great keeper, but Bayron Van is just at another level. For me, he's... I agree, I agree. But, Arya, yeah. um, this is the, the same thing that happened to, to Hariri and uh, Bayron Van. We couldn't see Bayron Van coming and taking that, that place, even if we thought that he was good. And look at the positions now. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, but I don't, I don't think Hariri was that was that good. I, I, I don't. I think Baron was a better keeper than Hariri, but I don't think always is as as good as Baron Van. That's the thing. I think Baron Van is better than both of them. As a, as yeah. a, I mean, experience wise, yeah, I think you could say you could argue either way. But I think as a goalkeeper, I think it's, what Pejman, I think what Pejman is more alluding to is that despite of how good goalkeeper you're gonna be, it's also your mentality. If Amir Abedzada is taking the initiative to, I mean, let's just let's just go recap. I mean, from where he got to where he's at right now, and then, you know how well he's doing with the mentality that he's gonna keep pushing through. I mean, I'm pretty sure Carlos Kerr is gonna be like, because of his mentality, I'm gonna give him the starting position too. I mean, that's something that you know, because he pushes himself. Amir Abedzada keep pushing. I mean, are we gonna see Bayron Van honestly making the move to Europe? Probably not. You know, and then but if Amir Abedzada. Makes a move to a higher team, which is very likely happening this summer, maybe even in the upcoming window, you know. I mean, can Carlos Carey still say no to him? You know, because what he's doing is profoundly amazing to me. You know, from where he started out in the Portuguese in the third league to being Maritimo's first team goalkeeper, making um, himself a bench uh, in, in the World Cup, and now 
you know, saving penalties against one of the top teams, FC Porto, that they won the league last year. I mean, it's just amazing to me. And then you got to give a lot of credit for his mentality. And I feel like end of the day, Carlos Kehrer sometimes just it's just gonna come down to the mentality of the player that this is how much he wants. I'm gonna give it to him, you know. And um, another thing, I, yeah. absolutely. I think I think you're right. I think I think yeah. you're absolutely right in, in saying that that. If he keeps on, if he goes to a top team in Portugal, yeah. there is no doubt in my mind that he could easily be a star for a run. Yeah. The thing is, the thing is, Bayron Van at the moment he's playing press bodies, and that's not good enough. And that's we know that. That's, that's, and I think that he, it's not good enough. And I, I think, think that he has to go to Europe. I think, I think once he goes to Europe, down to, and I think that's what that's going to come down yeah. to. That Carlos Queiroz is going to be like you know, regardless, a goalkeeper on. Bayronban on, on on paper might still be a goalkeeper with his experience, but he's still gonna opt for Bayronban. That's and this is gonna go for every single player, and this is why that even Pejuan alluded to about that he sees that maybe Rezaia and Sarifar are gonna start over Osmoon is because look at where Osmoon could have been, and look at where those players are, you know, and um, and Sarifar never even once complained when he was sitting on the bench this whole time throughout the you know even the last Asian Cup. You know, so very a lot of huge debate, a lot of interesting points, guys, and we're gonna wrap this. Um, similar episode. argument, sorry, just to, to interrupt quickly. Yeah. Uh, a similar argument to that is also Hoysafi and Milad Mahmadi. Milad Mahmadi playing in Russia. Yeah. Hoysafi's playing in Iran. You know, so uh, I don't. I mean, I get it. Like, the, like, like I say, the the ability level, but also the experience. It, it could go either way for the player. Yeah, exactly, and I think that one is just more down to uh, mental. I think that those between those two, I think that's more tactical as opposed to who's the better player at the moment. But anyways, guys, thank you um, for doing this as always, and hopefully the listeners will enjoy this um, episode of Gold Bazan as well. You guys should check out check out us on Twitter, Gold Bazan, at Facebook at Gold Bazan, our website goldbazanpodcast.com. The emails of all the members of the team are on there, and then our general email is mail at goldbazanpodcast.com. Reach out to us anytime if there's anything you guys wanted to talk to us about or whatever. Uh, we get a, we get plenty of emails in that sense. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Pej on Aria, always a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Let's hope for a good game against Venezuela. Appreciate it.